0: Hello and welcome to Your Weirdest Fears. I'm your host, Larry Mullins. This week we're joined by a very special guest, Greg Giannotti, who you may know as Gio from WFAN's Boomer and Gio.
1: It's Boomer and Gio on The Fan and the CBS Sports Network.
0: Gio is not afraid to go head-to-head with anybody when it comes to sports, but there is one thing he is afraid of which just shocks me. Because I figured the guy tried everything. Gio, tell us about it. This fear that you have for volcanoes.
1: Yeah, that's right. Especially the super volcano at Yellowstone. Every time I see any videos from out there and, you know, you've got Old Faithful and everybody's sitting around in those little chairs and watching that and they're watching things bubble and think how cool it is. I'm sitting there thinking this thing could explode at any minute and send us into a volcanic winter that would lead to the next ice age and the end of civilization. Wow. So these thoughts in your mind, Gio, have you gotten any help for this? You know, I brought it up, but people tend to laugh, and then they go, come on, I mean, stop. Most people don't even know that Yellowstone could explode at any point and erupt. And then I got to explain it to him. And then they're like, okay, whatever. This guy's crazier than I even thought.
0: <laughs> Gee, I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing with you. But I got to ask when did you first realize you had this sphere?
1: It was a uh, documentary that I watched in high school. Ah. And I didn't know. Anything about it. I thought that Yellowstone National Park was this beautiful place that people would go out to visit and it was just a wonder. And then I watched this documentary on Discovery Channel when I was in high school and they said underneath that is enough earth stuff that could explode and take out, take out civilization. And then ever since then, anything on Yellowstone National Park that I can watch, read what some scientists say, where there's people that I trust because of their resume that sit there and tell me that this is a possibility, that's what scares the hell out of me. When someone's like, well, yeah, I mean, it could erupt, and then all of a sudden civilization is gone. I'm like, wait a second, this guy, I mean, he's spent his whole life studying the Earth, and he's telling me that this could possibly happen? <laughs> so today, we're talking to a man who's crazy enough
0: to go inside an active volcano. Is George Karunas. George is a global explorer and storm chaser. Tons of stories that might hopefully, hopefully calm your anxiety i doubt it but george you say what is the man crazy or what
2: you love these things i do i do larry and everything that geo said is is kind of correct and i'm actually one of those guys that he's afraid of who makes those documentaries about going inside and seeing these these volcanoes And I literally spend my life traveling around the world, documenting natural disasters and extreme forces of nature. I've rappelled on ropes down inside erupting volcanoes in places like the Congo, Guatemala, Vanuatu in the South Pacific, all over the world. So he's probably the last person I'm gonna see beside me on one of these adventures. Hell of a way to get a suntan, brother, but I mean, is it hot? Yeah, uh, lava can be between 1500 to 2200 degrees Fahrenheit. So yeah, that'll, that'll toast you pretty quickly. What I try to do is get as close as humanly possible, do it in as safe a manner as possible. I've got special heat protective equipment that I wear, these special suits, like the kind that you would wear if you worked in a steel mill and gas masks, fire resistant ropes, things like that. So yeah, you gotta be really careful. I've set my boots on fire. <laughs> so
0: on behalf of Geo, let me just ask this very, very poignant question. What the hell?
2: <laughs> Volcanoes to me are beautiful. They are these forces of nature, the only places in the world where you can watch the earth be created and destroyed simultaneously, right? If you go to Hawaii, you can watch the Big Island of Hawaii getting larger as the lava pours into the sea. Like That is a, a primordial force that most people don't get the opportunity to see firsthand. It really is just so awe-inspiring, but you just gotta make sure that you don't get too close.
1: Gio, are you awe-inspired to wanna go and do this? Uh, no. <laughs> Thinking about being right there when it erupts is one thing. Another fear is like this lava that just keeps creeping and creeping and creeping and I can't get away from it and just burning up your entire town until it catches up to you and all of a sudden you're on fire. I mean, wow. it, it, you know, it's beautiful is one thing and I get it and it's 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 a very, very awe-inspiring thing. I think that's a great way to put it. But anything that can just wipe out people
2: like this is something I don't want to be a part of. George, I don't want to be inside a okay, volcano. I have literally had what you just described happen to me. I was in Cape Verde Islands during an eruption and a lava flow was slowly steamrolling this village. And I was in one of the buildings as the wall collapsed right beside me. And I had to dash out of the building as the lava came tumbling into the room beside. Wow. So let me ask you, George, are you married? Not only am I married, but my wife and I got married on the crater's edge of an exploding volcano in the South Pacific, Vanuatu. It's between Fiji and Australia. There's a volcano there called Yasser, and it explodes every five minutes for the past 800 years with pieces of lava chunks flying hundreds of yards through the air. How did
0: you get past not being afraid of this act of nature? Let
2: the record show that I never have said that I'm not afraid, because I am. When I do these things, I do get afraid. I'm excited to get up close. But once I am close, it's the fear and the respect for these volcanoes that keeps me alive. I've been doing this for so many years that what people may perceive as fearlessness is more uh, experience and knowledge of these volcanoes. But yeah, uh, we have every reason to be afraid of them. If we were to shrink the earth down to the size of an apple, the crust that we live on would be only as thick as the skin on that apple. And beneath us is all of this hot rock that uh, every now and then comes to the surface. Oh, my goodness.
0: And you were describing something about Yellowstone, and you and and Gio were in agreement about there's this fear that someday the big one's going to happen, and oh, boy, we're in trouble.
2: Break that down for me. Yellowstone is a super volcano, and we categorize volcanoes by their explosivity. There's something called VEI, the Volcano Explosivity Index, and it goes from zero, which is kind of like these volcanoes like in Hawaii, like Kilauea, where the lava is just flowing on the surface, up to VEI eight, and eight is these catastrophic super eruptions. And Yellowstone has had VEI eight eruptions in the past. The most recent was Taupo in New Zealand, about twenty-seven thousand years ago, and that was also a VEI eight. And these are the types of eruptions that can take a hundred square miles of rock pulverize it into ash, and launch a lot of that up into the stratosphere, which can then circle the entire Earth, reflecting sunlight back out. We get basically a nuclear winter, a volcanic winter, which can cause global crop failures. As scary as that sounds, and it is freaking scary, it is unlikely to cause the extinction of humankind. Life would get really bad for quite a few years, and a lot of people would perish in a situation like that. Worst case scenario. But the human species would likely live on. And so, Larry, if you don't mind, I just got—I have one question. like, If and
1: when this super volcano erupts in Yellowstone. It's on the news. The ash plume is going to reach us at some point. Maybe we're in volcanic winter. Maybe we have another ice age. Where do I take my family so I can live? <laughs>
2: just hunker down. Uh, at that point, become a little bit of a prepper, if you will. Making sure you've got some provisions and food and water and first aid supplies and things like that and it'll take some time but let it blow over and uh
0: i say the best spot the best spot is the studio you're in you know you got glass uh you know bulletproof glass and you know strong walls when they seal us in and, you know, we have to call security to get us out of these joints so hey right i, I can hang with salespeople for four years great <laughs> So, are you feeling better about yourself, Gio? First of all,
1: um, a little bit. I, I actually love the fact that George was able to say things like, Gio's absolutely right about these things, and he knows that he's right that if this did happen, it would be catastrophic. So, at least someone is telling me, like, the, what you're seeing and what you're reading and what, like, that stuff is true. But, you know, the chances of it are, are, are very, very small. So, I, I do feel better about that. I mean, if George is telling me to hunker down, On Long Island or in New York City When this thing happens Then that means that it's not going to be that bad I thought I'd have to get my family on a plane somewhere And go to like, I don't know, South America Or South Africa or something like that To get away from it But if he's telling me that, then I, I certainly do feel better about it
0: so you're good to go. You feel good about yourself now, George, having uh, helped this young man.
2: Well, what Gio's experiencing isn't a phobia. It's not an irrational fear. There is some real justification to what he's feeling. It's just the proportion and the and the likelihood is just a little out of place. So I got to ask this. Gio, why are you worrying about a
0: doggone
1: volcano in New York City anyway? We have we mountains around here, bro. What is your problem? Larry, did you not hear, George, that it's not a volcano that we're talking about in the South Pacific is going to shoot out some lava? We're talking about the Yellowstone Super Volcano that if this thing blows, I'm telling you, you don't want to be alive. You do not want to be alive when that thing goes. We're all going to be affected by it. Uh, Air travel will be deemed useless. We'll be stuck there, and chances are we would be sitting in another ice age. So that's why I'm scared about that.
0: If by chance I am alive and I'm stuck in a room with you, will you promise not to say I told you so? (laughs) I'm not promising anything, man. George Karunas, you are amazing. Thank you so much for joining us. And thank you for listening to Your Weirdest Fears. Thanks to George for educating us today. You can follow George as he continues his global adventures on his website, stormchaser.ca. And a massive thank you to Geo. Oh, man, for hanging out with me. You can hear him on Boomer and Geo Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. on WFAN. I want to know your fears, so share them, and you could be featured in the podcast. If you click on the episode description, you will see the team's email address. If you're enjoying our show, please rate us, review us, and subscribe to our podcast. You can find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts from. Your weirdest fears is a production of Ten Ten Winds and WCBS News Radio eight eighty. Special thanks to producers Jill Webb and Dempsey Pilott sitting there. Andy Egan Thorpe is our audio engineer. Femi Redwood is the managing producer of podcasts, and I'm your host, Larry Mullins. Thanks for listening.